Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ebenezer Mawulo, and I am your host for the Igniting Dreams Within podcast. This morning, I am having a chat with Pastor Alto. Pastor Alto, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, sir. I am glad to be here, and I believe that we'll have a wonderful time. Ah, thank you, thank you. And first of all, thank you, thank you for giving me this opportunity to take out your time out of your, your busy day and for taking the time to talk to me and to help to hopefully give us some transformational nuggets that we will be able to use for our lives. My pleasure, sir. Uh, let me first start by asking you this question. Maybe there is someone who doesn't know who Pastor Alton is or has never heard or read any of your books. Could you please explain to us or give us a brief introduction of who is Pastor Alton, what type of environment did he grow up in? Okay, Alton Matevula, uh, also is known Alton Senior. It's uh, a young man who was born in Zanin, mm-hmm. at the village called Mwamidwa uh, in the Mandakazi section. Mm-hmm. I uh, grew up there, there in a very difficult conditions. Uh, as you know, life in villages, mm-hmm. it's quite very difficult. Uh, but um, I uh, managed to to live and make life work even in those difficult situations. My parents divorced early. My mother passed uh, when I was 15. And uh, that made life to be more very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I've made it. I, um, life continues. So I am married to Faith Matebula. We have two children. And I'm now staying in Bulukwane. Okay. Yes. And... You, you mentioned that there were some challenges that you encountered yes. or even maybe your parents divorcing mm-hmm. or maybe because growing up in the rural areas myself, you find that there's the issue of poverty, crime and people hustling. Mm-hmm. Now, you growing up in that environment, in that rural area, what, what was the definition that you had for success for yourself or for success in general? Yeah, having been in serious poverty, mm-hmm. uh, actually the poor called us poor. Okay. That's how bad it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Uh, my success of... My, my, my definition of success at that time was to see myself having food on the table. Okay. And uh, to be able to have clothes and all that. Mm-hmm. But as I progressed in life, I realized that that's not success. Okay. So I discovered what success is. Mm-hmm. Uh, or my definition of success, success is to discover your God-given vision okay. and fulfill it. Okay. If you can fulfill what you were created for, mm-hmm. I can say you are successful. Okay. Some people are millionaires, are billionaires, but they are not successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So that's my definition of success. Oh, discovering yeah. your God-given yeah. uh, vision, vision or destiny. Oh, or whatever okay. that, however you may call it. Okay. Or okay. a goal. Mm-hmm. Yes. And fulfill it yeah. and stick to it until you make it happen. And then that I, I call that success. Okay. Yes. And, and before you discovered that definition of success, like you said that you, you thought that having food on the table or having something to eat or maybe something to wear mm-hmm. would be the definition of success. Mm-hmm. And I could say that there was a moment or a moment of discovery in between when you had that definition and ultimately yes. when you discovered your definition now. Mm. Could you 
maybe take me to that moment maybe after you when, when you had that chance to say that no i am not comfortable with this definition of man of success mm. or that whatever i am pursuing if it's food or whatever that you are pursuing if it's clothes take me to that moment when when you were fed up maybe with that definition that you had yourself that i just want food or i just want to to do 1345 take me to that moment when when you were fed up with living that life or that pursuit of success that ultimately led you to discovering this definition of yours of success mm-hmm. mm. yeah you know time comes in life where you feel like you're not satisfied okay you're not fulfilled like something is missing mm-hmm. so what helped me at that stage i started reading books okay so the more i read books the more i discovered certain things i moved away from the selfish kind of success okay because if your success is to have food have wonderful clothes drive a fancy car stay in a good house that's selfishness that's not success okay so i i i was battling and thinking about that and as i was reading and learning i discovered that actually if i can say i'm successful mm-hmm. is when i've discovered what god created me to do mm-hmm. because in discovering that you start to see that your life is not about yourself okay. your life is about impacting the lives of other people mm-hmm. because whatever god has created you to do is not just for you yes for sure it will give you a good life mm-hmm. but it goes beyond good life mm-hmm. it goes to impacting the lives of people mm-hmm. and helping people to understand what life is mm-hmm. making people to have to giving people hope mm-hmm. and leading people towards that direction so it was intense studying okay. and fellowshipping with other uh, like-minded people who, who who think differently mm-hmm. who are pursuing the right definition of success so that's what actually helped me to uh come to this point where i have discovered that my definition of success is to discover my god-given mandate and fulfill it okay and from those challenges that you were encountering or you, you had in your life someone might have have the same challenges but in those challenges that they they see themselves in they might not see it or may even come to the conclusion that fulfilling the god-given potential or the god-given mandate that i've got maybe someone might be might lose their parents or their parents might divorce and they might even come to the conclusion that if if when they got married they said that we got united because of god and now they are separated is it still god is it, is it something that uh, that you you discovered earlier on in your life or you had your in, encounter with god from an earlier on in life or it was when you were busy reading those books that you had your encounter with god um i had my my encounter with god the first encounter was when i was i think i was about 17 18 day okay but at that time I was still not clued I was still not clear about uh this direction that I've taken okay but now as I started reading as you have mentioned that maybe during that time as I started reading mm-hmm. that's when the whole thing started to unfold that's when I started to see clearly okay that this is actually the way to take because you see if there's if there's one thing that we africans have missed mm-hmm. it's it's learning we don't learn 
Okay. We just go through life. Mm -hmm. That is why we have to bend our fingers first. Okay. Uh, in order to, to learn something. Mm -hmm. We learn by mistakes. Okay. We learn by experience. Mm -hmm. Learning by experience is the slowest way of learning. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because it means you have to experience all these things to learn. Mm -hmm. So, but when you decide to study mm -hmm. and learn from other people mm -hmm. who are doing things right, when you do that, then you will speed up the process because you don't have to make the mistakes that so and so made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, you can just learn from what they have done and how they did it. Mm -hmm. And then you integrate it into your own God-given mandate and then you can move on and make life work, make life happen. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it was it was through the studying that helped you to learn from other people's uh, yeah. mistakes. Yes. And do do you have some of the mistakes that you might have have made yourself and those mistakes that you or rather maybe what are some of the lessons that in in this pursuit of you discovering your God-given mandate what are some of the lessons that you learn from the mistakes that you made? Or even, or also some of even the lessons that you learned from the successes that you had along your journey. Yeah, I can say some of the mistakes that uh, I have made mm -hmm. was to take life very slow. Okay. Uh, maybe to help people understand, not to take life seriously. Oh, okay. And not to take my vision that God has given me uh, with agency, like treat it with that sense of agency. Okay, that's the okay. biggest mistake mm -hmm. that one has made, and anyone can make in life. Mm -hmm. You see, when you have a goal, a vision to fulfill, mm -hmm. I read a book by David Oyelowo in Pursuit of Vision. Okay, uh, uh, in that book he says that until you take your vision like the only thing that you are living for mm -hmm. or you live for mm -hmm. you cannot make it in life okay yeah so your vision has to be something that takes your full attention okay it's like the only thing that you live for okay. if you are a writer you have to write like there's no tomorrow okay you see if you mm -hmm. are a businessman you have to give your time to that like there's no tomorrow okay actually tomorrow will never come uh -huh. There's no tomorrow in life. Uh -huh. Yes, you have to. If you are waiting for tomorrow, there will always be tomorrow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow <laughs> will never come, so uh -huh. you have to do it today. Uh -huh. So pro procrastination is one of the enemies of success. Okay. So you have to take things. You have to take your vision seriously. Like you have to act on it. Okay. You have to put your full focus on it. Uh -huh. I had a serious delay. I learned a lesson there that I now I'm I am taking everything that I need to do seriously. I That's why it's difficult for me to have time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I I have put myself in that vision. Mm -hmm. I live in it. Mm -hmm. I dream it. Okay. Before I sleep, I must have done something. Mm -hmm. During the day, I must do something. I must make sure that my life must revolve around it. So that was the mistake that I made, to take okay. it very slow. Oh, um, okay. Uh, that has actually costed me some uh, delays. The book that I just published uh, should have been published years ago. Okay. But just because of not having that sense of agency, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you end up delaying some other things and 
uh, sometimes we as believers we say no it was not God's timing <laughs> uh, which uh, is an excuse okay okay yeah, of uh. delay sometimes laziness sometimes uh, uh, and not taking things serious so mm-hmm. uh, when God calls you when God gives you something to do mm-hmm. he wants you to start the process oh, if okay. he wanted to start the process he wouldn't have told you at that time he will tell you at the time where you should you start oh, God doesn't waste time okay, God okay. doesn't waste time Mm-hmm. When you went to Moses, he said to Moses, I want you to go and mm-hmm. deliver my people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and he didn't he say to more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abraham, he, he said to Abraham, leave. Abraham had to leave okay. with immediate effect. Mm-hmm. And to the land that I will show you. You see, the Bible says in, in Galatians chapter, I think it's, I forgot the chapter there, but it says, uh, when the fullness of time had come, mm-hmm. God sent his son. Mm-hmm. You see. Mm-hmm. So, so when God does something he does it mm. if we are still delaying saying we're still waiting for god's timing mm. yet you have heard from god mm. then you have a problem wow so that was the biggest mistake that i made okay yes okay. and as, as you're talking i'm reminded of even some of the excuses that i also have, mm. have made in my life mm. saying that no this is something that i want to do but maybe god's time is not yet mm. so no th- th- thank you for that lesson because yeah when we were talking about having a sense of agency, I also realized that even even in my life, there were moments where I had to do certain things, but I didn't do those things. I was I was waiting for the perfect time, and and like like you said that when God gives you something, He wants you to do it agently. Yeah, thank thank you for that. So then now there could be someone who's saying that, how then did you discover your vision, or? This vision that you are talking about that you need to have a sense of agency when, when you when you when you immediately capture your vision, make sure that you run with it immediately. How then or what was the process that you had to go through to help you discover your vision and your purpose there? Yeah, um that is a very interesting question. Uh there are two things. Mm-hmm. It can be through desire and passion. Okay. That's the first thing. Okay. Uh, before God could speak to me about doing his work, I had a passion, I had a desire okay. to do the work of God. Okay. You see, because desire or passion is a sign of what it's in you, what you must do okay. in, in okay. life. Okay. So some people find that they just have a strong desire or a strong passion to do this. Okay. You know, that's why you will see the more you engage to it, Mm. The more you 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 have that fulfillment, okay. you feel fulfilled. Okay. The moment you start to do what you were born for, there's fulfillment. Mm. But when you deviate, you realize that uh, you you not you not really it's like you're not living. Okay. You know. So that that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is um, is to is to hear from God. God can speak to you. Okay. That this is what I want you to do. Okay. So the one who just did it through that passion and desire, mm-hmm. and the one that God spoke to the two are the same. It's okay. just two different ways that uh, normally do happen. Okay. You know. Yeah. So it's uh, I I God spoke to me, mm-hmm. but it was a desire in the beginning. Oh. I had a strong desire to impact the lives of people. Okay. To give hope to the people. Mm-hmm. To help people discover the truth. Okay. And live for the truth. So I um, that's how I actually that was the process which also comes back to learning again the more you listen to right people and read books of right people then you come to the point where you are able to discover yourself and what you should do and where you should go okay 
and maybe some someone someone is saying that yes i hear you but i've got a desire also mm. and but i i don't know because maybe, maybe if if maybe i'm i'm listening to to this i would say that you as as as, as the one who you, you said that you wanted to impact people mm. there are so many ways that one could impact people mm. maybe someone would say i want to impact people as a teacher someone would say i want to impact people maybe as an engineer or as an artist how 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 then did you discover that it is through ministry that it's where i should be impacting the people that i'm i'm supposed to be impacting was it after you 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 had an encounter with god when god spoke with you that saying that this is what you should do or or what was it yeah my from the beginning it was very direct because my my passion my desire was to impact the lives of people through ministry oh okay yeah, okay teaching uh counseling advising and uh preaching the word of god and all that okay. and as time goes on for sure god spoke to me and then uh the whole thing started to unfold and then uh what actualized the whole thing or or make the whole thing to be to have that weight was was learning um god will call you but he will leave it up to you to go and search for knowledge oh okay yes he will direct you mm-hmm. to the right people but it will be up to you to search for right information okay yeah the power of information can never be overemphasized is beyond human comprehension okay. some people don't understand it some people think uh they can just sleep every day wake up at 10 and do as they wish and think they will really reach their goals no it's not possible okay. you have to spend some time to buy good materials mm-hmm. so that you can position yourself without knowledge you can change the lives of people whether you are a pastor uh, whether you are a businessman whether you are a motivational speaker whoever you whatever it is that you you were born to do mm-hmm. if you do not have adequate knowledge mm-hmm. forget about impacting the lives of people okay. actually your words will be very light mm-hmm. uh, you will not have that impact okay uh, you see when 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 a man of knowledge speaks mm-hmm. you you can you can you can read you you can you can understand that this person is full of knowledge okay. just by them okay. speaking okay. if i spend 5 minutes with you i will know if you read or not okay by the way you speak okay yeah uh. so 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 it it is very much important that people understand that okay yeah and and you are saying that uh, god would, would reveal something to you and then it is your duty to go and get the knowledge that you require mm-hmm. now there are, there are many people around us who, are, who would be saying or maybe in our churches or wherever we are who are saying that uh, i'm waiting for god to give me everything mm-hmm. and and it was it was a book that i was reading oh it was still jakes who said that god never built or god never gave us a chair mm-hmm. or never gave us books mm-hmm. but he gave us trees mm-hmm. and it was from our responsibility or it was our duty mm. to turn those trees mm. into writing material into mm. chairs mm. into everything now what would we say to someone who's saying that uh, who, who, who maybe they don't have this revelation that it it is your duty to go and find this information mm. or maybe 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 they grew up in a church maybe where they were taught that god will give you everything everything that you want you will pray if you want knowledge you just pray and god will give you the knowledge if you want success you pray and god will give you that success what do you say to to this type of a person mm. yeah to this type of a person i would say wake up 
okay <laughs> to to the truth okay to reality mm-hmm. god gave you a brain mm-hmm. a, the human brain is the most powerful gift ever given okay to men mm-hmm. so that brain uh you are given full responsibility to develop it okay okay if you do nothing with it mm-hmm. it will be underdeveloped oh okay actually i think maybe some people have heard there was a kid who was kept in a, in a room for 14 years okay this kid was never exposed to any human being mm-hmm. this kid never spoke this kid was never exposed to anything was just kept there okay yeah by the time this kid was discovered mm-hmm. uh this kid was just given food no talking no nothing okay when this kid was discovered mm-hmm. they said it is impossible for this kid to speak he will never speak oh okay because the stages that he should have developed speech uh-huh. have already passed oh okay yeah Uh-huh. So because uh, your neurons in the brain multiply when you study uh-huh. and when you exercise uh-huh. yeah you see so many 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 believers uh-huh. and many people uh-huh. don't know that okay that is why uh, people have got a very weak uh, thinking system or patterns okay. they they can't think quickly okay the moment you easily forget things mm-hmm. and you can't quickly think mm-hmm. is because you do not study enough okay yeah. okay yeah you do not study enough okay uh so so if you are not uh taking this seriously mm-hmm. you will be looking for things to happen okay but you will not have the capacity to make them happen oh okay so you cannot compete in this world mm-hmm. uh you cannot be competent in many in many spheres of life okay so you need to wake up go out stop buying clothes and buy books mm-hmm. yeah i wanted people wear expensive clothes but they don't have books to read oh, you uh-huh. know mm-hmm. they are finishing the physical man mm-hmm. and they are forgetting of their soul which is actually very very much important as long as you are still in this world okay okay you need to have a powerful brain mm-hmm. that can think that can make things happen okay. that will be able to bring new ideas mm-hmm. that will be able to challenge people mm-hmm. that will be able not not to just fall for anything okay. you know mm-hmm. and the reason people fall for anything is because they don't think for themselves okay when okay. someone come and say this they fall for it because uh they can't think for themselves okay. you know okay. so and and that 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 is one thing that such kinds of people must do okay. stop playing get books read them right books okay. and, and 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 hang around with the right people okay who have the right thinking who will be able to challenge you and put in the position where you will be able to think properly okay and make things happen so in summary to such people i can say uh, this to them okay okay and as, as you are pursuing the fulfillment of your purpose and your vision i would say that 
there is a price that that you paid or a price that you are continually paying to make sure that you fulfill your purpose mm -hmm. and what, what what is that what what is that price that you are paying or how heavy is that price because most of the time someone someone would maybe have a fantasy that you know I, i'm just i'm just going to to discover my purpose and i'm going to fulfill it mm -hmm. they don't they don't have a sense of how how heavy the price is going to be or what actually the price would be for them to fulfill that purpose of theirs so from from your experience how has the how has the journey been and what has been that price that you have been paying or what's the price that you are continually paying to make sure that you fulfill your purpose okay the greatest sacrifice of the greatest price of all mm -hmm. is sacrifice okay uh without sacrifice mm -hmm. you will achieve nothing in this world okay uh you're just gonna be an average person okay you can't rise above your circumstances okay it takes sacrifice to sit down and write a book okay you have to sacrifice your time mm -hmm. you have to sacrifice your pleasures mm -hmm. you have to sacrifice time with your friends and people who just come in and waste your time mm -hmm. you will have to cut out so many things okay. you have to cut out your useless television programs okay. that are busy just damaging people there's nothing people get from television mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's, it will just make teach them nothing okay yeah okay. yeah mm -hmm. just make them laugh and you know so so sacrifice is one thing that each and every person each and every pastor mm -hmm. each and every businessman businesswoman and whoever that may be must master you have to master the art of sacrifice okay if you are married your partner if you are a man your wife must understand if you are a woman your husband must understand mm -hmm. that is why if then you are not married you have to make it clear to the person that you may want to marry mm -hmm. that this is the kind of life i'm going to live i'm a sacrificial person okay okay i i I will have to fulfill this and this and this and this and to do this and this and this and this will mean sometimes hours okay. of 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 sleepless nights. Uh -huh. Yes, sometimes you need to sleep one a.m. two a.m. Okay, you know, and wake up at six. Uh -huh. You know, uh, even though you slept late. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, uh, his uh, research shows us that great ideas were born at night. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, uh, at uh, night where it's quiet, where you are alone, you are studying, mm -hmm. you are praying, you are meditating, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So it takes sacrifice. Few people do sacrifice. If you are not willing to sacrifice your resources, mm -hmm. uh, your money, uh, and all this, you can't make it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not possible. Mm -hmm. You have to sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 the ultimate. Okay. And you, you being married and you've got your own children, I, I would say that maybe sometimes I would say that your your family gets gets uh, maybe affected the most because it's it's that time that you are sacrificing that maybe your wife might want you to spend time together or maybe go out for a meal, and you find that no, you, in that moment you've got a book that you are writing, or or you are supposed to go and preach somewhere. How from 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 your experience, what are the the systems that you have made to make sure that this price and the sacrifices that you are making they don't negatively affect the family or they don't negatively affect the well being of the family? 
Yeah, uh, you need to have time set aside. Okay. Uh, to spend with your with your family. Okay. Though the time will never be enough. That's what I'm saying. Your spouse must understand. Okay. Because you will never ever say I have spent enough time. Okay. With my partner. Uh -huh. That's why people don't understand. You always see them crying. He doesn't spend time with me. She doesn't spend time with me. There will never be enough time. Okay. You just okay. need to agree that we will spend time. We will go out. We will have time once a week, twice a week, depending on how you schedule your time. Okay. Yeah. But the main thing again is understanding. Okay. If your partner does not understand, he or she will feel neglected. Okay. Yeah. If 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 you want to be an average person, mm -hmm. yeah, you can live a normal life. Okay, yeah, okay, that's how it is. If you want to be an average person, you can live a normal life. It's okay for you if you want to be average. But if you really want to scale the heights, if you want to go up there and be effective, mm -hmm. yeah, and fulfill your destiny in this world, mm -hmm. uh, your family, your partner will have to understand that in this world we are not here to stay. Okay. We're here to do something and live. Mm -hmm. And we have limited time in this world. Okay. We, we don't have enough time. Okay. We have very less time. Many people people can hardly reach hundred years. Mm -hmm. That's that's very limited time. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very limited. With some people when they reach sixty, you can see they start to, to be tired. Okay. Yeah. That is why if 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 then you cannot put more pressure in making things happen mm -hmm. and work together as, as a family. To make this thing work, mm. you will leave this one without having fulfilled your, your mission. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, time time waits for no one. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And uh, as, as I'm listening to, to what you are saying, you, you you when you were busy mentioning a lot about the partner, the partner, the partner, I, I could say maybe from my my perspective that you I, I would say that you you have had the right foundation. Because most, most people who are in relationships or married couples, they don't have these conversations before they are married. They, they want to have this conversation when they are already married. That's when they want to say that, no, my partner or my wife, these are the sacrifices that we need to make. Yeah. And you find that that, that that spouse or that partner, they didn't know that this is what you wanted to achieve or this was the purpose that you had. Mm. Now, what's the advice or what would you say to someone who, who, who maybe, maybe for number one, someone who is already married, what's the advice you could give them on how, how then could they arrange or they, they talk to their, to their spouse on, on, on the sacrifices or, or the price that they need to pay? And maybe another, maybe the second one, how, what, what's the advice that you would give someone who's, who's not yet married on how should, how should they build that foundation so that when they choose that particular spouse that they want to spend the rest of their lives with, the, the spouse would know automatically that no, if my husband my husband is AB, I know that my husband wants to accomplish one, two, three, five, and so this is what I must expect from him. What would you say to those groups? Yeah, uh, to those who are married, mm. you need to sit down and and look at your vision. Okay. Be realistic with yourself. Okay. Look at your vision and uh, look at what will it take for you to fulfill it? Okay. That's, that's the start of it. Okay. When you start to look at it prayerfully, mm -hmm. you will realize that you have been playing. Mm -hmm. And that will trigger in both of you 
this element of sacrifice. Okay. Yeah, if if you just if 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 the husband alone says we need to sacrifice mm-hmm. and the wife is not in the picture, it's not going to work. Okay. So you have to come together, sit down, look at your vision, okay. be realistic. Are you really doing enough okay. to make this happen? Okay. Are you really doing enough this business? Are you really doing enough to make this thing to be a very big thing? Okay. If it's ministry, are you really doing enough? To, to to fulfill what God has called you to fulfill. Okay. Or you just like any other human. Okay, okay. Because men and women with a vision don't live a normal life. Okay. They don't. Those who are still living a normal life are, are, are not there. They don't understand what they're doing yet. Okay. So okay. sit down, talk about it. And be realistic. I'm telling you, you will just make a decision from your own, by your own, to mm-hmm. say, no, let's push. Okay. And if together you move forward, then there won't be any complaint. Okay. Because okay. both of you will see, this is what we must accomplish. Mm-hmm. And when you need to go spend time together, you will know that we have this time to spend together. We, we, we don't really have all the time. Okay. Yeah, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. Um, uh, People who uh, are always, you know, every day, I just go out for coffee, I just go out for this. Mm-hmm. Those are lazy people who <laughs> do not um, do anything. Okay, okay. They, they, they can't say, let's go out for prayer. Mm-hmm. They can't say, let's go and meditate. Mm-hmm. They can't say, let's go and attend this impactful seminar. It will help us. Oh. They can't say, let's read this book. Uh-huh. It's coffee, it's restaurant always. So, okay. such people um, are bad people to associate with. Okay, okay. Those are time wasters. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they, in, in, in this world, uh, this system that is created, mm-hmm. most of it, is intentionally created to keep some other people average so that the rich can prey on them. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a system that is capitalism. It's a system that is created Mm -hmm. so that some are just spenders. Mm -hmm. They must just go and spend. They are consumers. Okay, okay. They even consume their time. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, in the process of consuming their money. Okay, okay. Uh, So a couple must have a different mind. We are not just here to have children. No, the purpose of marriage is not just to have children. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. That, that that's not. Okay. It, it, that 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 is um, it's it's what people have been thinking about. It goes beyond that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If what you were born for is to have children mm-hmm. and have a house and have a car, mm-hmm. then it's better you go to heaven. <laughs> you you are you are useless in this world. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you are you are wasting this oxygen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be realistic with your vision and. And it will trigger sacrifice in you. Okay. And both of you, as a couple, will start sacrificing. Okay. And and and, and for the for the ones who are not yet married, what would you say to those ones? If you are not yet married, uh, you need to be careful who you associate with, okay. or who you want to be in a relationship with. Okay. If you are in a relationship. With a person who has no vision, mm-hmm. I'll advise you to be careful. Okay. If it will take you to come out of that relationship, you better do. Okay. There are no consequences of coming out of a relationship uh, like when you're married. Okay. When you're married, is divorce. If you're not married, you can still come out. Okay. Okay. And find the right person. Mm. So if you have the wrong person, remember... Who you associate with mm. 
will determine how far, how high will you go. Okay. If you are married with someone who is going to pull you down always, mm-hmm. who has no interest in studying, who has no interest in saving other people, mm-hmm. who has no interest in, 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 in sacrificing his life for God mm-hmm. and living for God and making things happen, uh, you are going to have a big problem. Okay. So you need to be realistic. Someone said, when people show you their true colors, mm-hmm. uh, believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't say, no, she will change. No, she will change. <laughs> no, believe what someone is showing you. Okay. If someone shows you that I'm a Western, mm-hmm. if someone shows you that I'm, I'm the kind of person who does not care much about commitment, mm-hmm. believe that person. This person is showing you who he is. So if you don't believe that person, you will see it when you marry Okay. And you can reverse it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You become like this young man who who once prayed for his partner to die. Oh. As God to take This person was just dragging him down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, destroying him. Mm-hmm. Blocking everything. Okay. You know. Yeah. And those things we see them. People see them before they marry, but they ignore them. Okay. Yeah. They ignore them. So it is important that if you are a young man who's not married. Mm-hmm. Or a young woman who's not married, don't be moved by someone who has a car. Okay. Don't be moved because someone has a big account mm. or someone has a house. Mm. Or, or, or no, don't be moved. Those things are those are materials. Any human being can get them. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You can get those things. You know. So if you decide based on what you see, mm. you're gonna you are headed, you are headed for destruction for trouble. Okay. Or X, mm. which will lead to divorce because if what you want to do is suppressed, mm-hmm. the next thing will be divorce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. this person is not there to uh, to support mm-hmm. you and help you move forward. Instead, they drag you down so you feel like, no, I'm with the wrong person. You will end up divorcing like people are divorcing and it's bad. Divorce, God hates it. Mm-hmm. But people are doing it every day. Okay, okay, okay. And one one thing that I've also I've also realized is that uh, the person that you seek the approval of could either be a limit to you fulfilling your purpose or not. Mm-hmm. Like let's say for example, you find that as a child maybe you're growing up in a family, you find that the person whose approval or validation that you seek the most mm-hmm. it's your parents' validation and approval, mm-hmm. and and you might find that. That approval that you are seeking, you might find that the purpose that you've got, they don't agree with it. They might, they might, they might not want you to to become a, a pastor if that that that's the purpose that you discovered about yourself. Mm. Now, did you, did you also encounter these challenges whereby you had someone who whose approval you wanted the most in your life that disagreed with your purpose? That either you had to hurt them by making a decision that they did not agree with. Or you, you, you had to maybe let them go if they were a friend or someone whom they were seeking approval of? Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, the main person that I was seeking approval of mm-hmm. in following God's uh, plan for my life was myself. Okay. Yeah, so I was my worst enemy. Okay, okay. I wanted to go the direction of academics. Okay. Yeah. I went to University of Limpopo. I wanted to study LLB. Mm-hmm. I knew God called me, but I had that thing that ish, I need to do other things. I need to make money. I need to... Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. 
Yeah, but uh, eventually mm. I conquered myself. Okay. It was, I think it was Charles Benjion who said, um, every day when I stand in front of the mirror, I see my greatest enemy. Mm. I am my greatest enemy. Mm. If I can conquer myself, mm. the devil is nothing. Mm. Yeah, you know. Mm. So I conquered myself. Okay. And I followed the plan. And then after that, when I made a decision to go and study towards ministry, to go to Bible school, mm -hmm. uh, I, I few actually almost everyone around me disagreed. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. They said I will suffer, I'm going to become poor, mm -hmm. I will have nothing in life. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But still, I destroyed those uh, voices. I refused to listen to that. Okay. I moved on with my plan, with the plan that I believe God wanted me to do, mm. and today yeah, I am. I'm continuing with life, mm. and I'm fulfilled. Mm. Yes. Mm. And and this is this is this I, I would say this is a, this is the biggest challenge that people are encountering, mm. because back in the days uh, when people were making the career choices, mm. or when they were deciding whether to pursue their purpose or their vision, they would say that. Ish, I might not have money or I might not have food, especially for ministry. Mm. You find a person saying that I can't go directly to ministry. Let me first take this path and, and, and so that I'll be able to, 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 to earn a living. Mm. Because back in the days, you might find that uh, maybe the role models that you, we had in the community would be maybe a teacher mm. or a doctor or someone. Mm. You, you might find that, no, we, we, we even thought that being a minister was, was maybe something that, 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 was, that was below anyone's yeah. dream. Definitely. And and I would I, did did you encounter those challenges where where you you maybe that that could have been maybe the first things that you thought when you initially pursued your law degree or what happened there? Yeah. So, because generally, especially in our villages and all that, mm -hmm. we don't really have pastors that you can look up to. Okay. Yeah. You find that pastors are working. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's no full commitment on God's work. Okay, okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's amazing that doctors don't work part time. <laughs> yeah. Lawyers don't work part time. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. scientists, mm -hmm. architectures, mm -hmm. um, uh, all these professions, mm -hmm. professionals don't work part time. Okay. But pastors mm -hmm. wants to work part time. Okay, okay. You cannot build anything mm -hmm. from that point. So that challenge was there. Mm -hmm. Was there. And people are like that because of fear. Mm -hmm. They don't trust God enough. Okay. That God was able to meet their needs. Okay. When God called Abraham, he said, Go mm -hmm. and I will show you. Mm -hmm. He didn't show him everything, he said, Go. Okay. So it is in the going, it is in the living mm -hmm. where provision will start to show. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. You know? So until you believe, Jesus said, blessed are those who believed or believe without seeing. Okay. Yes. Mm. You know, so, so, so that challenge was there. That challenge was there. You, you realize that uh, there's too much poverty. I said the poor called us poor, you know. You mm. believe you want to make something uh, to help your siblings and have a better life. At stage, I thought of quitting school and go and work mm -hmm. so I can give a better life to my siblings, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but I, I didn't take that route, you know, uh, because 
when you look, yes, this is what you want to do, but will you live? Will you have money? Will you have food? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is the challenge that it's is truly there, and one must overcome it. Okay, you must make a decision to say. I don't care what I see, what is happening. Mm -hmm. I will do what I believe mm -hmm. God wants me to do. When you make that decision, in other words, now you put your full trust on God. Mm. Okay. Then God becomes your supplier. Okay. Because you have put your you have put everything down and your focus is on him. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added mm -hmm. to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is the greatest uh, challenge that many must many must uh, uh, must overcome. Okay, yeah. So that is the greatest challenge that many must overcome. Uh -huh. Yeah. And and like what you are saying, you are talking about commitment. Because even I remember myself when when I discovered the value of commitment, mm -hmm. it was when I was in my in my high school mm -hmm. when I wanted to go to university. There were many options that one could choose. But I remember saying to myself that if I am to, to seriously be committed to, to whatever I want to, I want to achieve or the career that I want to pursue, I can't be aiming low and having other routes that would make my dream uh, have alternatives. Because you'll find that many people are saying that I want to achieve one, two, three, four, five. Mm. Now they've got option B, C, and D. Mm. And as a result, they are not committed. Yeah. So I would say that, yeah, no, that, that's, that's something that I also realized. Yeah. And and as, as you are busy in this pursuit towards you fulfilling your purpose, what's that burning, that, that burning question or what's a problem that you see that, that you see in the world, either maybe from the youth or from the adults, what, what's a burning question that, that you want to solve or a problem that you see in society that you want to make sure that before, before you, you pass on, you, you have made sure that you have solved that problem or you've helped others solve that problem that you see? The biggest uh, thing is that I want to solve the truth problem. Okay. Um, through my writing mandate mm -hmm. and my communication of the truth and all that. Okay. Many people have what I call self-deception. Okay. They think they, are, they know the truth or they are walking in the truth and they are not. Okay, okay. So I, I believe the truth must be unveiled. Okay. People must come to the knowledge of the truth. Okay. And that truth is Jesus Christ. Okay. That's the biggest. If I can have people to know mm -hmm. Jesus as their Lord and their Savior, mm -hmm. I would have fulfilled okay. my mandate on earth. Okay. And okay. helping them also to be able to live in that truth, not just to know it, okay. but to, 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 to live it. Okay. And, and also to help others as well. Okay. Whoever is impacted must go and impact okay. other people. So okay. that is uh, what I desire to see okay. happening. Okay. Yeah, my full energy is, is on that. On that. Uh -huh. yeah. And... And maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's it's just me, but you'll find that every, every how 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 do you how do you then discover that this is the truth that that's the real truth? 
because everyone is saying that this is the truth or maybe you meet another pastor saying that this is the truth about Jesus Christ and you find that they are preaching a different gospel from let's say maybe it's two pastors you find that pastor A is preaching one gospel and he's saying that it's the truth and another one is preaching another gospel and they are saying this is the truth how 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 does someone who how does someone who has never been to bible school or who have who don't have the training that you have as a pastor how 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 do they how do they discern or differentiate between the real truth or what you say in your book the other gospel how do, how how do they differentiate between those two um it goes back to to study okay first of all the bible is a very simple book okay but we have complicated it oh okay okay by our own interpretations that can be found in scriptures okay <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. so let us take the bible as it is okay and believe what it says mm. instead of trying to interpret it and go off okay and put other things we have added to the bible okay that's the problem mm-hmm. we have added to it and we have minused okay okay we minus what we don't want mm. and we add what we want mm, mm, yeah mm, mm. you know we mm. come with our revelations that have no foundation in scriptures oh, okay. that's the problem mm-hmm. so uh each as an individual you have to be studious otherwise you'll be deceived okay you have to be prayerful you have to be studious and you have to fellowship with the right people okay if you do this mm-hmm. when an element of deception come Mm. Whether it's from a well-known pastor, mm. you will know that this is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. You but if you empty, when oh. I come and shout and say, Jesus said you must give me five thousand, you will jump and say, This is a pastor, I cannot laugh. And okay. you give me five thousand. Mm. And that's mm. nonsense. Okay. It's nothing like that. Okay. You okay. Know? Mm. Yeah. That's why someone said, uh, Jesus fed the multitudes. Mm. He was concerned about the people. Mm. He healed them. He fed them. He did so many things for them. Mm. He had compassion for them. Mm. But today's pastors, people must feel, must have compassion for them. People must feed them. Mm. Uh, people must do all these things. Pastors are no more feeding people. They are fed by the people. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's mm. a vice versa. Mm. So, and then because of that, they end up coming with errors so that they can win the people to them because they want to gather as many people as they want. So they can be fed. Okay. Not necessarily to feed the people, but for the people to feed there. And if you feed people with the right thing of God, Mm. God speaks to people to give to the work of God. Okay. And people, God will support the work of God using people who are there. Okay. Yeah. But it must not be a demand. Okay. From us. When 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 you see a pastor demanding money Mm. from people, run away, be careful. Okay. Okay. He has a problem. Okay. And you, you speak a lot about knowledge, getting knowledge, making sure that you develop your brain. Mm. And these days we've got pastors who are discouraging the pursuit of knowledge. Mm. Some are discouraging uh, their congregation from going to a Bible school or studying yeah. or even studying theology itself. Mm. And what, what, do, what do we say about, about these guys or what would you advise someone who has been advised by their pastor or to say, don't pursue knowledge? Don't, don't go to school and, and try to, to discover what, what was God saying in the Bible. Just, just, just run away from knowledge or you'll be deceived by knowledge. What do you say to these people or how, how, how would you help them get away from this deception? 
Yeah, ignorance is the greatest enemy of humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus spent three years and a half training his disciples. Mm -hmm. He didn't take it for granted. Okay. By the time he left, his disciples were well trained. Mm -hmm. In the book of Acts, we read where um, uh, those um, Sadducees and Pharisees and the high priests said uh, when they discovered that these people were learned, they knew that they were with Jesus. Okay. Because they realized that these people didn't go to their schools, mm -hmm. but they were trained. Okay. Jesus spent time training them. Okay. So as a pastor, if you don't want, if you discourage people from going to proper good Bible schools, mm -hmm. uh, you, you discourage them from doing that, you have a big problem. Okay. You are going to have... One other thing about other some pastors is that they don't want to have independent thinkers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they want to have people that they can control, people okay. that they can say anything and they will never be questioned. Okay. I like it when my people question me. Okay. I like that. Okay. Because when I'm questioned, mm. then I am able to say I'm I'm not just leading people who don't think. Okay, okay. There's no joy in leading someone who will just say yes to everything you say. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about rebellion. Mm -hmm. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the desire to ask questions, to learn more, okay. and to understand. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you must have those kinds of people. So, so uh, you can't be, if you're a pastor who's been discouraging people from learning, you have a problem. Okay. You know? Yeah, you have mm -hmm. a, a problem with knowledge deficiency. Okay. You, you need to fix that problem. You must repent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, people must be encouraged to learn. Okay. To learn more. I, I encourage my people to read books. Okay. Yes. I even recommend that buy this book, read it. Okay. Yes, they must read. They must learn. They must, they must know, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why some people, when you speak, and after speaking, everyone says, that was powerful, that was powerful. Yes, that is good. Mm -hmm. But it also tells you that you are speaking to the ignorant. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh. Because it means they have no clue mm -hmm. about what you're talking about. Oh, okay. You find that some of the things you read them mm. in, in books, because they don't read, they think it's news coming from oh. you. Why do you have learned it from others? Okay, okay. So the ignorant are always saying that was powerful. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. the learned will appreciate the good message. Mm. Yes, but they will they will know that this is this man is good, this man reads. Okay. So that's when you you will be able to associate with such people because they discover that this man reads, he's speaking about this. Okay. So the, 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 the ignorant will say that was powerful, but tomorrow when you ask what did you learn, they know nothing. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah and, and, and what you are saying, I, I've learned it, I've seen it a couple of times. Okay. You'll find that someone would be preaching maybe a message. Or, or they might even be misinterpreting the word of God, mm. and and or putting their own their own interpretations, and then you'll find people who are saying, "No, that, that's that a powerful, powerful message." Mm. Yeah, and and when you are sitting, you're like, "That was misinterpretation." Yeah, that yeah. was error. Uh, uh, and they uh, say yes to error. They say, <laughs> you know, that's why you see people standing. Uh, I have made a strong resolution. Okay, it matters not how powerful your message is. How mm. I don't stand. Okay. Yeah, I just write. Mm. I sit down and write. People will be standing. Everyone will be standing around me. I will be sitting and writing. Mm. Standing for what? Mm. Because when you are now wrong mm. and I don't stand, mm. it will, people will already say he doesn't agree. He's not standing. Oh. So I, I sit. I become 
neutral. Mm. You never know I agree or don't agree. Okay, yeah. okay. So okay. you just see me writing. Mm. I take notes. Mm. Yeah, that's what I do. And and, and and to that to add to that point, what I also realized is that most of the time, if you would be standing and shouting, you might find that you are not even hearing what the preacher is preaching. No. Yeah, or if, if maybe you've got your own phone, you are saying you want to take pics mm. or you, you want to record your own video. Mm. You'll find that if if after the service or after the message I would ask you what was the pastor preaching about? Mm. And while you were busy shouting, I would ask you what was the verse? You don't even know what what, what, what the verse anything. was about. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yes. Mm. And and maybe I thought sometime because there was this one day I was I was attending a conference somewhere this side. Mm. And what what I did what I did what I didn't like was that you, you find that uh, it was one of the ushers mm. who was actually forcing the people to stand. When maybe the pastor was, was speaking something mm. and people were making noise. Mm. He, he would stand up and, and try to force everyone to stand, to stand or, yeah. or to even shout. Yeah. And one other pastor, he even he even went to the point of saying that, you know what, you, you guys he decide you are very quiet. It seems like you are not here, you didn't come to yeah. church. Mm-hmm. And and, and I'm, I'm I'm going to leave this side and I'm going to talk to these guys who who, who are making noise. Who are making noise. Yes. Yeah. So we, we have a problem of carnality. Okay. In the church. Mm. Pastors are carnal. Mm. Members are carnal. Mm. You don't have to shout. To show that you agree with, with, with what I'm saying. Okay. You might not even have to respond. Okay. In the natural. Mm. You don't have to. Mm. And as a speaker, mm. if you are not in the flesh, mm. when you are speaking and people are receiving, whether they are shouting or not, you know they are receiving. Okay. Yeah, you know. Mm. So, but pastors who are hyped... Mm. We just want people to shout and do these things. But that's the flesh. Okay. That's the flesh. Shouting for what? Mm. We don't walk by the senses. Mm. That, that, that's the realm of the senses where you must see that this person is responding to me. It means he's agreeing. No, okay. I, I don't. I, I'm not into that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. into that. Yeah, mm. I believe that. And actually, the more people make noise, the more they distract. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They don't know tomorrow. They don't know what you talked about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You look at great teachers of old. Mm. There was no shouting and standing in their meetings. Oh yeah. Mm. But they impacted the lives of people heavily. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Heavily, mm. without all this noise mm. that we see today. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And what what are some of the things that you, you've mentioned that you are you are reading books? And you're always constantly developing your mind. Mm. Be, be, beyond that, what are some of the things that you do to, to make sure that you are constantly growing? Whether it's uh, maybe it's through prayer or what are some of the, the systems that you use to make sure that you are continually growing? Whether through ministry, mm. uh, personally, maybe relationally, what are some of the, system, the systems that you are using to make sure that whatever you do, you are constantly growing and you are not celebrating yesterday's success because most people are always celebrating yesterday's success. Yeah. Today they are not growing because they are busy celebrating what they did yesterday. So what are some of those systems that you use for yourself? Apart from reading, mm-hmm. I meditate. Okay. If that's what helps me to develop and grow. Okay. If you read and not meditate, it's just like eating and not digest. Okay, okay. So meditation is, I liken it to your digestive system. Okay. Yes. 
you eat and then your food is digested and then absorbed into your system okay so so it can give you energy okay yeah so i meditate on the word of god okay i uh, sometimes my wife will ask me are you are you okay because i will be quiet i'll be meditating i'll be thinking about something mm-hmm. i'll be meditating on it mm-hmm. yeah you know uh and then uh, and from there also i always fellowship with the right people okay i talk to people okay. i ask questions mm-hmm. sometimes i intentionally make appointments to go talk to some people that i know no uh in one of my chapters in the book um i said something that says there will always be someone who will know more than you do <laughs> so i learn from those people i sit down talk to them relate with the right people okay yeah yeah learn and uh, allow yourself to be uh, to grow john begins that if you uh, associate with uh, um um uh, uh, what is this wild dog um uh, the wolf yeah if you associate with wolves mm-hmm. you will know how to howl okay <laughs> but if you associate with eagles you will know how to soar wow okay yes. okay you know so mm-hmm. so it, it it matters it matters a lot who you associate with it matters a lot more than more than you more than people think okay you know association brings assimilation okay yeah mm-hmm. brings assimilation so it's very 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 much important okay. that you associate with the right people that will help you to grow and above all have a teachable spirit. Okay. okay. Kenneth Hagin said you can learn from anyone what to do and not what to do. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know. So have a teachable spirit. Be a meek person. Okay. If you don't have a teachable spirit, you are looking for trouble. Okay. okay. Yeah, you are looking for trouble. There will never be growth okay. in okay. your life. Okay. Yes. You're just an arrogant person. Okay. Who is ignorant. Okay. Yeah. And if maybe let's say for for whatever reason that that maybe we don't know you find that uh you you were to give me something or you were to give someone who's listening to this podcast a set of principles that would help them live their lives or become better or to help them fulfill their purpose if you couldn't maybe give me the books that you've read you couldn't give me uh, knowledge that you've got or you couldn't give me access to seminars or tapes or CDs that you listen to or DVDs that you listen to. But you could only give me a set of principles. If What are those principles that you would give me? If you could give me nothing else, but you would give me a set of principles that are governing your life, that, ha- that have helped you succeed or, or that, that are, that's helping you to succeed, what would be those principles that you would give me beyond anything else? Uh, what I will give is this. Uh, before I explain this principle, okay, is that um, what makes people fail is pressure. Okay. In most cases. Okay. Yeah, people put themselves under pressure. Okay. And when you are under pressure, you can't think properly. Okay. You need quietness. Okay. A peaceful mind mm. to be able to be. To be effective okay so the principle that i can give is that learn to live on what you have okay and believe god for what is not physical in your hands okay if you can master this mm. you will run away from this financial treasure mm. that many people are suffering and struggling with mm-hmm. and as a result 
they are able to invest they are unable to invest into their future okay you know they can't buy books mm -hmm. they can't attend important meetings because their money is already committed over committed okay because okay. they have created mm. this uh, image that is not real okay. of themselves okay. so live on what you have okay and believe god for what is not physical in your hands okay and then second be a very committed person. Okay. Yeah. Very be committed on what you are doing. Mm -hmm. If you can commit on what you're doing, it's better you leave it. Okay. Because it's not gonna yield results. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you can if you can do those things, mm -hmm. then uh you will see God working in your life. Uh because if you are committed to God, mm -hmm. first of all your commitment your commitment has to be to God. Okay. Before it can be to your uh, whatever it is that God wants you to do. Okay. Because in in most cases, we commit on what the Creator has given us more than we do on on the Creator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. if we can commit on the Creator, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that will make life work. Okay. For you. Okay. Yes. Okay. And maybe for 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 someone who 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 does not who don't know where to start in their pursuit of knowledge. Mm. If you could leave them with maybe a book or a tool or maybe a set of tapes or 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 advise them to attend a seminar mm. or a workshop, what would be the book that or the books that you would recommend that they should start with to help them develop themselves? If it's a tape or if it's a seminar, which seminar would you recommend or a tape that would you recommend that they would get and if it's a seminar, which seminar would you recommend that they attend or a workshop or maybe a course? Which ones would you recommend for them to, to start their, their journey of, of growth and personal development? The greatest book I ever read was a book by Mike Modok. Okay. The Law of Recognition. The Law of Recognition. Yes. Okay. If you can get yourself that book. Okay. The law of recognition. That's where everything starts. Okay. Yes. It's a very powerful book that will help you recognize certain things that you never thought are okay. very much important. Yeah. That's where it starts. From there, mm. there are many books that for sure you can buy. Okay. Start there. Oh, with the law of recognition. Yeah, start there. Okay. Your life will never be the same. Okay. Yes. Because when you speak like that, I remember I also had a book that shaped me. It was How Successful People Think by Don C. Maxwell. Because I found that at that particular time, I found myself not thinking correctly or my mind or my mind was just scattered around. I didn't know what my post was. I didn't know what I should be thinking about. I had this this negative attitude towards life and everything about life. And, and it was that book that challenged me. And in the book, John Maxwell said that the only difference between successful and unsuccessful people is simply how they think. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it was actually how I thought that limited me or that stopped me from, from being great. Mm -hmm. So I would say that maybe to add with, with, from your book, The Law of Recognition, I would mm -hmm. also recommend that people should, should get that, uh, that book to help them mm -hmm. so that they will be able to, to change the way they think. Yes. And maybe, let's say, for example... 
as, as I was busy lis lis listening to you and as you were busy helping me and answering the questions that I've got, I would say that you would I, would I, would I be correct to say that what drives you is to make sure that you fulfill your purpose. What drives you is to make sure that you help people discover the truth. Yeah. What drives you would be to make sure that people are are, are, are so well knowledgeable that they've developed themselves. Would I be correct or, 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 or I am wrong? And you, you've got maybe a better way that you would say that this is what really drives you in life. I think that, yeah, that's very correct. Well defined. Oh, okay. That's, okay. that's very, very correct. There's nothing to add there. Okay, yeah. okay. And let's say, for example, if maybe there was a person that maybe you never, you never had the chance to, to sit down with and ask them a question, maybe it could be a mentor or it could be someone who, who is alive or dead and you only got the chance to ask them one question. What question would you ask that person, whether they are alive or dead? What would be that question you would ask someone that you admire or a mentor or someone you just wanted to ask a question? The question I always always want to ask or always ask mm. my mentors is that how did you make it? How did he make it? Yes. Mm. I don't want what people have. Okay. No. Mm. The greatest thing for me is not to get what someone is has, has achieved. Okay. Is the how part. Okay. How did they do? If I can know how you did it, mm. I can get it myself. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, that's the question. Oh, that's, that's the, the question that you question. always want to ask. Yes, uh, and I always ask people that. Oh, how, how did, did they do it? Yes. And, and as, you are, as you are speaking, I've realized that most people don't want to share the answer to that question. Like most of the time you find that when, when, when I attend some seminars, I remember I attended a couple of seminars that were organized by Success Resources. You find that they have brought in a speaker from, from let's say maybe guys like out of, out of, out of the country. They bring a person into because from me when I go when I attend a seminar about business, I want to know how did you make it in business. Mm. But you find that when you get when you get there, when they are supposed to answer how they made it, they want to say that now I'm going to if you want to know what I did or how I made it, then now I'm going to sell you a product or I'm going to sell you a course. Or they will say that buy my course on how I made it. Mm. Now, do, do you have some do you have maybe an example or a story, or even from your own life, someone or something that you learned from as you were asking this question, do you have some of the, the, the common things that you saw that these were the reasons that helped people make it? Did you, did you find some, some of those similarities there? Yeah, one important thing that is outstanding mm. in all these people that I've spoken to is consistency. Okay. Uh, if you can be, cons Gloria Copeland said, inconsistency lies the power. Okay. If you can be consistent mm. in what you are doing, mm. something will come out. Okay. Water will come out of the rock. Mm. Just do what you're supposed to do and be consistent. You see, if you are fluctuating, mm. you're going to have a problem. Okay. Be a graph that okay. is shooting. 
Okay, okay. The one that today is up, tomorrow you go down before you hit the ground. Mm. You come back again and you're struggling to reach the top again. When you reach the top, you so that way okay. you don't have a problem. So if you know that I am waking up at four, let it be four. Okay, okay. Yeah. If you know that per day I must read so many pages on the book, let mm. it be so. Okay. If you can maintain that culture of consistency, mm. there's no way. Okay. You're going to be stopped. You get there. You'll get there. And what would be some of the things that you do that, that help you to, to stay consistent? Because sometimes you find that if maybe you wanted to wake up at 4 a.m., you find that maybe today you slept late and maybe you slept maybe at 1 or you slept very late and you couldn't, you couldn't. What are some of the things or what are some of the things that you do that help you to stay consistent or what what are some of the systems that you do to ensure that they help you to remain consistent all the time yeah it's uh, focus is one other thing okay yeah you need to be you need to be focused and you need to be wise okay uh if you know that i want to wake up at this time mm -hmm. And you know that you are struggling to wake up in the morning. Mm. Then sleep at the time that will allow you to wake up at the time that you want to wake up. Oh, until, it, okay. until you develop that habit. Okay. When it becomes a habit, mm. you don't struggle anymore. Okay. When that yeah. time comes, you don't need... Miles Monroe said, when you are a man of vision, mm. you don't need a clock to wake okay. up. Yeah. Yeah. You will wake up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So develop that 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 habit okay when that time come you'll wake up so you, you need wisdom and um spend time with people who are like-minded okay it will help you because you think that way you know you don't have people who come and speak and speak and speak and you're discouraged mm. and then you need to work on yourself and remove those things no spend time with people who will encourage you to, to go that direction okay and you'll make it okay you'll make it okay yeah and maybe as the final question, one, one thing I've also noticed about people is that when 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 they are encountering challenges in their lives, they, they, they tend to to ask, or maybe one thing that I've discovered, maybe from, from my own from my own experience in life, mm -hmm. I have found that as I am going through challenges, mm -hmm. there are some questions that only God can answer those questions. And there are, there are reasons that only God can give. Mm. I've, I've realized that no, no matter what I do or what I try to do or how wise I might try to be, there are things that only God can answer or questions <clears throat> that only God can answer. Do you also have, maybe, is there a question that you have that if maybe, because for me, if, if one, one thing that I could say that if I ever had the chance to sit down with God and ask him a question, I would ask him that what what was going through your mind when you were making a human being what what is it that you thought or what what is it that you saw when you were making how how, how did you think about giving a human being hormones mm. the brains what, what were you looking for when, when you were giving him this intellect mm. that that would be a question that i want to ask god because I'm, I'm fascinated by, 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 by how great god is mm. he's doing great things he's using human beings to achieve a lot of things mm. Now, do you also have a question that maybe you, you might want to ask God when, when you get that chance, when you fulfill your purpose, when, you've, when, you've, when your race is done? Mm -hmm. Is there a question that you, you, you have that maybe has fascinated you all, all along your life that you, you want to ask God that question? 
Yes. What, what, what's that question? Three questions. Okay, what are those? The first question is, why do you love me so much? Okay. Second, why are you so gracious? Okay. Third, why are you so merciful? Okay. Those are the three questions. The three questions. Uh. Yeah, God's love, grace and mercy to me, mm. uh, it's beyond human comprehension. Okay. I don't understand why did God love me so much even though there was there's nothing special about me that can make God to love me. Mm, mm. But yet he still do. Okay. Every mistake I make, he mm. still forgives. Uh. He never gives up. Uh. No matter how bad mm. I can be, uh. he still forgives. Uh. And he still uh. loves me and he still gives me what I need to live. I'm still breathing. Mm. Yes. Mm. That those will be the questions. And, and as you are speaking, you are reminding me of what a friend of mine asked me during, well, it was last month or earlier this month. Mm. She asked me that, do you think that God is fair? Because, you know, there, there are some things or some experiences that I have experienced in my life that I, I, I think that I was robbed of my childhood. Because at a young age, she had to be not only be a child, but to also be be a grown-up taking care of the older people. She also had to take care of her little brothers and sisters. And and now she thinks that she she was robbed of her childhood as a child. Or that it seems it seems like God chooses which people God blesses that to make sure that or to choose which people he forgives. Because she felt that in my life. I, I, it seems like God hasn't forgiven me or God isn't forgiving me enough. What would you say to that, to that type of a person who's, who's, got, maybe who, who's thinking this way about God, who, who, who might maybe, from, from your view, might be thinking or looking at God from a limited perspective or from a perspective that's, that's flawed? What would you say to that type of a person? Uh, when I lost my mother, I was extremely tempted to blame God. Okay. Someone came to me and said, it was my uncle, and said, do not blame God. Okay. All these things. Mm. Uh, in whatever has happened in your life, whatever is happening, mm. God is not the one who is perpetuating your pain. Okay. Or who has made your, your childhood to be so confused and complicated. It okay. is not God. Okay. All those are the works of the enemy. Okay. So, uh, to such a person, I would say, Understand that God loves you. Okay. And he will help you heal from your previous pains and all these things. Okay. And he will give you strength to face the future. Okay. You know, and passion and energy to deal with the present. Okay. So, uh, 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 if, if, if you can spend more time reading the Bible, mm-hmm. you will start to understand that God is love. Okay. He's not against you. He's for you. Mm-hmm. Just start to believe him. Start to walk with him. Start mm-hmm. to embrace him, mm-hmm. and you will see what will happen. Okay. Your life will be changed. They will give you hope again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've been in difficult situations that if I didn't know the truth, then I would have said, "No, God does not love me. It is okay. not. It is not him." Okay. Sometimes we are exposed mm-hmm. in situations by our parents or by whatever it is. You know, situations that um, uh, are, are very uh, unfriendly. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 but for the fact that you are still alive, 
mm-hmm. it shows that God has kept you. Okay. Yeah. So okay. embrace Him and let Him change your life. Okay. And let Him heal your heart. Okay. And life will continue. Okay. Yes. And what would be maybe as what would be the a challenge that you have for us, or maybe as the youth, or as as the nation as a whole, yeah. as you as you embark on your journey of or your purpose, trying to make sure that to, to making sure that you fulfill your purpose by helping us discover the truth, by sharing with us the truth that you've discovered. What would be the challenge that you want to to give us? Maybe someone who's listening to this podcast, or or anyone who who comes or who encounters you or who encounters your work. What would be a challenge that you have for, for them so that they will be able to either help you fulfill the purpose that you have of spreading the truth or a challenge that you would have you would have for them to help them become better people? What would be that challenge? The greatest challenge that uh, I will give and that is lacking mm. in the lives of many people is that pursue God. Okay. Yes. Mm. Pursue God with everything in you. Okay. You see, every plan that God has for you, every great idea, every great business idea, every innovation, whatever it is that you need to do in life is in God. If you can pursue God in Him, you will discover yourself. And you will be able to live the life that is fulfilling. The life that is a blessing. Mm. To the lives of many people. Okay. Yes. The challenge is so that we, we, we should be on fire to pursue God. Yes. Wow. wow, wow. Mm. I, I'm rising up to that challenge. Yes. I will make sure that in whatever I do, I will, I will make sure that I, I pursue God. Yes. And yeah, last but not least, thank you, thank you very much for, for spending the time with me and out of your busy schedule and, and the appointments that you've got and the responsibilities that you've got. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for spending this time with me and helping me to answer the questions that I have had for myself and what, what, you, what you said, you, you, you've greatly challenged me, you've greatly challenged me and I would say that maybe one of the takeaways that, that I'm taking away from, from this engagement that we've had is that I would make sure that from now on, I will make sure that I develop a sense of agency for my purpose. I, I will make sure that I remain committed and I, I will not give any excuse or, or give any excuse of the lacking resources or lacking of information and knowledge, I would make sure that I have a sense of agency to make sure that I pursue and I, I pursue God and also to pursue my purpose. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much for, for spending the time with me and, and helping me to, to really answer these questions that I had that I myself have, have been asking myself and that those are the, some of the questions that the others are having. So thank you, thank, thank you very much for, 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 for spending the time with me and investing your time and energy with me. My pleasure, sir. It was good talking to you. And where, where can, if maybe someone is listening to this podcast, they want, they want to get hold of your books or maybe they might want to, to come to, to your ministry or a conference that you are having, where can, where, where can these people find you? Yeah, you can uh, find us on Facebook, Faith Encounter Library. Okay. Yeah, you can search for Faith Encounter Library. You find us there mm-hmm. on um, uh, Twitter. It's Alton Senior at Alton Senior. Okay. You find us there, mm-hmm. and we also we are also on YouTube. Okay. So you can search for Alton Senior there. Okay. Then you find us, and uh, you can um, if you want to email us. Uh, 
uh, you can email us at altansimia at faithencounter.co.za okay. FaithEncounter.co.za Yes, And then our website is under construction. It's going to be www.faithencounter.co.za Okay. So we will soon be running in September. The first week of September, we're going to be having a very huge conference, the True Gospel Conference. Oh, the True Gospel Conference. Yes, that we believe is going to be a blessing to the lives of many people. Okay. So don't miss it, be there. Uh, it's going to be great. Okay, the first yes. week of September. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll make sure that I note it down and I hope that you as the listener, you, you would be listening to this and maybe check, check, find them on social media, find Faith Encounter books so that yes. you would know the flyers, the exact dates and, yes. and the starting times. Yes. And maybe as we conclude, there could be someone who's saying that I've heard you, I have, I have heard you speak about God, the journey that you had with God. Uh, and I don't know this God, or I don't know uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Would, would you, would you please, in conclusion, pray with us or pray with that someone who's saying that I want to know this God that you are passionately talking about, so that I would have this fire that you've got to make sure that I, I, I spread this gospel. Would, would you please, would you please do that for us? Yes, uh, the greatest decision of them all is to make Jesus the Lord and the Savior of your life. Mm-hmm. Just say this after me. And um, from there, you will be a child of God. Uh, Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I believe in my heart that you died. And on the third day, you rose again from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Take me into your kingdom. I believe in you. And I thank you for having died for me to make salvation possible. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Ah, thank, thank you very much for, for this.